Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. And we are the host of an exciting new show brought to you every week at this time called... Radio Rotary. And every week we'll be bringing you uh, interesting guests, your neighbors, talking about what Rotary does in your community and around the world. And our first guest for our first program, we're very honored to have with us Rotary's District Governor, Jeffrey Keen. Jeffrey, welcome to Radio Rotary. Good to be here. Jeffrey, um, perhaps we ought to start out by telling the people at home, what exactly is Rotary? Well, Rotary is exactly an international network of community volunteers. It's primarily business and professional people in uh, 33,000 communities in uh, almost, uh, well, well over 170 different countries around the world. Which is pretty amazing when you stop to think about that, that Rotary has a global impact. And one of our missions here on the show is to bring it down to a community level so that people understand Rotary in their community as well as people um, globally. Um, Just really quickly, we're going to jump. What exactly is a district governor in Rotary, Jeff? Many people are asking that question (laughs) right now. Uh, there's 532 of us, and we together each uh, has a district. My particular district is the uh, Hudson Valley with eight counties, 65 Rotary Clubs, and over 1,900 Rotarians. And, and basically our job is to uh, act as Rotary International's representative and supervise the uh, the different clubs if they have technical questions. Also, we bring them together. Uh, For example, this year we're having a district conference in Calicoon, New York, Mm -hmm. May 29th through the 31st, and that will be an opportunity for representatives of all 65 clubs to come together and celebrate another year of service to our respective communities. Now, Jeffrey, you said that there were more than 500 district governors. You mean around the world or in the United States? Around the world. About uh, one out of three Rotarians is a, an American, but the majority of Rotarians are people from other countries. Wow. Yeah. So, and I just want to mention that this show has been spawned by your district, 7210. Every district has a, has a label, so, or has a title, 7210 District Rotary. That's true. And the purpose of sponsoring uh, Radio Rotary is to reach out to the larger community, i.e. the non-Rotarians, and let them know a little bit about what we're doing and to invite them to begin thinking about whether or not they'd like to be a member. Yeah, be a member of the local Rotary Club. Well, you know, we'll be talking a little bit later about how someone becomes Rotarian, Mm. so if the people at home would like to get a pencil and paper to write down that information, this now would be a good time to do it. Now, you talked about, uh, as district governor, you're sort of the... uh, the grandfather of Rotarians around the Hudson Valley. Do you uh, go out and visit the various clubs? Yeah, at the beginning of the year, there's an official visit, and uh, I have visited all 65 clubs. And the purpose of the visit is to meet with the president and the board of directors of each club, find out what their plans are for the year, also to announce to them the president of Rotary's theme. This year's theme is make dreams real. So we try to uh, find out the plans of the individual clubs and and how they're going to make dreams real this year. And what are some of the things that the uh, Hudson Valley Rotary Clubs have been doing that you've been able to observe that helps the community where these people live? Well, they've been doing a lot of things. Uh, Primarily what they do uh, is raise money 
so that they can contribute that money to different organizations within the respective communities. Because Rotary International and Rotary Clubs are service clubs. They are made up of volunteers, and they are a reflection of what communities that they exist in. For example, your Rotary Club is, you're from Pearl Pearl, Pearl River. Yeah. Yeah. And which so, is in which county? Rockland, Rockland County. County. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so there's also direct uh, uh, helping programs. For example, uh, the Rotary Club of Nyack, they have a literacy program where they read to uh, the young children in the uh, community center uh, once a month. They do that. So just to make it clear, yeah. there are global initiatives that Rotary uh, clubs participate in. Yeah. And then also on a community level, the, the the local Rotary clubs give back to the community. All the monies raised go back yeah. either globally or into the community. Well, you've touched on two of the uh, four avenues of service, uh, international service, as you mentioned, and also community service. There's two others, one, uh, and one of them is vocational service, where we help uh, individuals within our respective uh, vocations. Uh, for example, high school uh, students, we have a mentoring program. And then we also bring high ethics to our individual uh, classifications or professions. We are uh, ethically driven to uh, have a what we call a four-way test of the things we think, say, or do. And then finally, there's club service where you uh, assume a position as an officer in the club or a committee chair. So there's basically four avenues of service. And Rotarians do in business hold themselves to a higher standard. We, we all do that. Absolutely. Yeah. And Absolutely. there is a creed. There's a list. There's a there's there, the four-way test. test. There's the four-way test, and then there's also a list of things. I, as a bi- Rotarian in business, will. Yes. Yeah. And uh, we, we hold e- ourselves to that, and we hold our fellow members to that. And we also sometimes will have a forum or a, a discussion panel uh, dealing with ethical issues and I think as we read the newspapers today, I think we certainly do need uh, an infusion of ethics into our businesses. And these conferences that you talked about and discussed where people from all over the district or the state, and then it goes up to an international level, get together, and it really puts a fine point on on that as an aspect, as, as well as the initiatives. Yeah. As well, well what, as the, what the conference does is allow clubs to find out what the other clubs are doing. We Mm -hmm. are an experiment in service. So we're always constantly uh, developing new ways to serve our community and the international community. And that's why we need new members. We need younger people with new ideas and and different ways to make a difference. Jeffrey, you uh, you and uh, Sarah were talking about the fact that Rotary is primarily a service organization. As you go around the Hudson Valley in your capacity as district governor, what kind of service projects have you learned about that are being uh, performed by some of our Hudson Valley Rotary Clubs? Well, there's uh, a number of clubs have scholarship programs. My own club, the Pearl River Club, gives out uh, 20 uh, scholarships of $2,000 each to uh, high school students at the local high school, and many of the clubs uh, do that. We have uh, an Interact program where we actually bring the ideal of service above self to high school students and actually set up an organization within the school to do service. And inter- Interact Club is now um, not just based in the high schools. Now there are community-based Interact Clubs. And we have had a guest on Radio Rotary in the 
past of a of a community based one right here in the Hudson Valley, the Poughkeepsie community based yes. Interact Club. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's and a terrific so the, young man. And and see the thing is when Rotary started out 103 years ago, they didn't have an Interact program. Then they evolved into having one, and now this new modification that you you mentioned. And the Interact clubs are sponsored by the local uh, Rotary, Rotary Club. clubs. Yeah. Yeah. Let me remind our listeners mm-hmm. they're in tune with Radio Rotary on the Hudson Valley Radio Network. I'm Jonah Trebowasa. With me is my co-host Sarah O'Connell. Our very special guest, Rotary District Governor Jeffrey Kean. And Jeffrey, we're talking about um, Rotary and the services it performs for the Hudson Valley, and the kind of things Rotarians do. And uh, you mentioned that Rotary's been in existence for 103 years. How did it get its start? Well, it's actually the theme this year is make dreams real. We are all, as Rotarians, living out the dream of one fellow, Paul Harris, a lawyer from Chicago back in 1905, had this dream of setting up a small community-like organization inside the big city of Chicago. And from that meeting one night on February 23, 1905, of four gentlemen, has grown this international organization, a community, uh, a, a network of community volunteers in 170-plus different countries. And let's note now, because I'm a representative of this constituency, that um, Rotary now has women as members. Originally, it was an all-male club. Yes. Yet, do you know, this is the trivia question. They Who knows in. the year that women were admitted as Rotarians. Well, you know, we could make this a contest and have people send in <laughs> postcards and have some sort of a prize. A prize. Uh, I, believe, I believe, I'm going to guess, 1987. And that would be correct. Okay. There you go. Uh, it was before I was born, of course. Of so. course. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Sarah is younger than springtime. And uh-huh. that uh, probably is going to get us into our next uh, area of discussion. And that is Rotary's international fight against polio. Now, Sarah's much too young to remember this, but you and I, Jeffrey, are of an age yes. where we remember when uh, there was the threat of polio right here in the United States. Uh, I was in a Cub Scout troop, and one of our Cub Scout members ended up in an iron lung. Uh, parents who were concerned about letting their children go out into a, a community pool because polio was uh, so catching. And then, of course, we had the miracle of the Salk and Sabin vaccines. And I was amazed when I became a Rotarian to discover... And even though though polio has been wiped out pretty much in the United States, it's still a virulent, deadly problem around the world. Uh, What's Rotary doing to finally eradicate polio around the world? Well, it's not actually around the world. It's only in four countries and in just a very small segment of each one of those countries. But that's now. That is now. That is now, and because of Rotary's drive in taking a leadership position. Yeah, well, the point is is that we're Over in the, the final years. stages. And uh, we just, in fact, we just had a uh, contribution of a quarter of a billion dollars by uh, the second richest man in the world, Bill Gates, uh, supporting the, eliminate, the elimination, not just lessening polio, but actually eliminating it from the face of the, the planet. We've evolved from a world 20 years ago where a 1,000 people per day contracted this disease to today a world in which less than a 1,000 people get it in a year. But we still, and it goes back to your issue about risk, we live in a world where people could take a plane from Pakistan to here or from India to here and have that and spread it back in. So we must eliminate it. We're in the final, final stages of it. 
Now, Jeffrey, you mentioned mm. that uh, Bill Gates, the uh, computer entrepreneur, yes. just gave uh, Rotary $255 million yes. um, in funds. But originally, he gave us $100 million. That's true. And he would like every Rotarian to match that. How are we doing on that? So far, we've raised about $60 million of the $100 million. We've had three years to do it, but now... With the quarter of a billion dollars, there's an additional hundred million. It sounds like a lot of numbers, but it 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 comes down to children being able to walk and not being crippled and having their parents, as all parents want, a, a child to have a good life and not to be uh, disabled by this uh, disease that we can actually bring an end to. Now, Jeffrey, I know you had a very special experience in combating polio on a one-on-one basis. Share with our audience what you did. Well, uh, 20 years ago, actually it was right about this time. It was January 24th, 1987. And uh, I was part of a day of immunization, and I immunized one child who today is somewhere in Mexico City walking around without polio. That's just great. Yeah. And those types of experiences change your life, that's for sure. And it happens every day to Rotarians here in the Hudson Valley and around the world. Well, let me remind our listeners, they're in tune with Radio Rotary right here on the Hudson Valley Radio Network. We come to you every Friday at this time, 10 in the morning. And our guest today is Jeffrey Keehan, the District Governor of Rotary here in the Hudson Valley, my co-host, Sarah O'Connell. And we'll be back with more of Radio Rotary after these important messages. Not all superheroes wear capes. Most wear jeans or sweaters or suits, just like ordinary people, because that's what they are. They are the 1.2 million members of Rotary, men and women whose superpowers are the capacity to care and the desire to make the world better. So the next time you need a superhero, don't look in the sky, look in the mirror. Learn more at rotary.org. Rotary. Humanity in motion. Alone, our reach is limited. No matter how great our intentions, on our own, we can only stretch so far. But at Rotary, we believe the right group of people working together can make our communities, our world, a better place. Rotary is a worldwide network of community volunteers dedicated to helping people in need. Learn more at rotary.org. Rotary. Humanity in motion. And we are back with Radio Rotary on the Hudson Valley Network, Radio Network. There you go. Jonah reminded me, my co-host, Jonah. And we are here with our district governor, Jeffrey Keehan. Um, you are the district governor of the Hudson Valley, District 7210, right here in New York. And we want to talk a little bit about our listeners become very interested in what the background is. Yes, they hear all these do-gooder things, and we're all involved. And we take we, – we, the longer you're, you are a Rotarian, the more important it becomes in your life. I know that's been true for me personally. And um, yes, you do have a life beyond Rotary, Jeffrey. Really? Yes. And and I know that you are a real person because you got lost coming here today. Uh, <laughs> I don't even go there. I okay. didn't get uh, lost. <laughs> I was just merely restrained on my quest to get here to Fishkill. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I thought we weren't going to cover that. I, we're not going to cover that. Okay. But anyway, That's so at, what, um, <laughs> what do you... What do you do for a living? What did you do? You're, you're retired now. What's your business background? 
I'm retired now. Uh, that's correct. And uh, what my business profession, if you will, was, I was the secretary treasurer of a ready-mix uh, concrete plant. And it was a family business down in Rockland County. And I was going to say, it's not in <clears throat> Fishskill, is it? No, it is not. And uh, we uh, we built Rockland County. I would estimate 60% of the buildings in Rockland County rest on uh, Keon Brothers Concrete. Oh, one pour at a time. One, one found, pour at foundation a time. at yes. a time. Well, and that's a fascinating business. Yeah. Interesting family business. And Jeffrey, business. Um, when and how did you, and why did you become a Rotarian? Well, it goes back to that family business. Um, I worked for my father, who was a Rotarian, and he advised me that I should become a Rotarian too. I resisted, uh, but uh, 32 years ago, I relented, and I became reluctantly a Rotarian. And the rest is history. Yes. Now you're a celebrity. <clears throat> yes, you're a rock star Rotarian. And more important is actually that I've been allowed to make a difference um, by participating in the end of polio, among other things. It, it has changed my life, and I didn't realize it at the time, but looking back on it, it was the most important thing that I ever did. And why is that? Well, because what happens is we live in a large society, and you read the newspaper, and you go, oh, well, what are you going to do? Being a Rotarian allows me to make a difference. And uh, I've been able to do that, and basically that's what my life uh, is about. And Rotary has given me the platform to meet interesting people who are also interested in serving their communities. Uh, but also it's allowed me to multiply the, the talents and abilities that I have. Now, Jeff, we spoke yeah. uh, in the first uh, segment about Rotary's fight against polio. Yes. But that's not the only uh, health initiative that Rotary is involved with around the world. I know that Rotarians are trying to assure clean, potable drinking water for the poor people around the world, and it's even right here in the United States. Um, tell us what, uh, what kind of things Rotary does about that. Well, I'm, I'm glad you actually mentioned that because I have been to, and that was another advantage of Rotary. I went to Honduras. Uh, with our water program where we put individual water filters in people's houses. And we had a program there to put in 2,500 water filters and thereby give fresh potable water to approximately 20,000 people. When were you in Honduras? Uh, this was a year and a half ago. And were you sponsored by your club? Uh, I went at my own expense. Uh, we, 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 did, uh, we worked in partnership with uh, Pure Water for the World, but I will tell you, uh, you can read about this stuff, but till you get down into that villager's house and you see how important that water filter makes then then you have real knowledge. And when you see them, because we, we've had the opportunity, mm. even though I haven't been honored with being able to go to a third world country, mm. but um, we they're very easy to um, assemble, basically, for lack of a better word. It helps, and you teach the people in the village, correct, how to assemble well, them? And you these filters, strangely enough, are made out of concrete, which, of <laughs> course, I've spent 20 years dealing with. Uh, but what a actually, bond. yeah, what they do down there is they actually and give jobs to people. Mm -hmm. They build these concrete uh, water filters. And, and so, so that's that, part of the mission when yeah, you go into these communities. Definitely. 
yeah. uh, training people and uh, setting up a program that will uh, continue on and give people jobs. And uh, they have to pay, you know, they make a slight financial contribution uh, to put in uh, the water filter to defray that expense. So it's not a total, you know, giveaway or anything. How serious a problem is this around the world? <laughs> Bad drinking water. Well, we could, uh, I will tell you, at least one billion people today cannot get easy access to water. And I have seen with my own two eyes uh, a young girl walk a route that it took us approximately 20 minutes in a four-wheel drive vehicle, and she walks to this water each day, loads up her uh, uh, pail, and then walks back to her house, a round trip of about two and a half hours. That's two and a half hours she can't go to school. That's two and a half hours that she can't improve her own skills each day. And what are some of the um, adverse effects of having this uh, polluted water that we're trying to fight? Well, basically, dysentery, it can result in death, but at the very least, kids are missing school because they're home sick. And in They're fact, just trying to survive, basically. Exactly. So you're talking about very basic yeah. living conditions yeah. that, that in, in these villages and in, in the third world countries yeah. that Rotary does penetrate. It's very basic. School is, is, education is so beyond probably their everyday life. It's a goal. I know that um, I've heard many stories about it, but like you say, just getting basic living conditions. Now, what what other um, things have you been involved in and what other offices have you held in Rotary? Before you, because you don't snap your fingers and become a district governor. Well, I was assistant governor for two years, and I've been president of my club, uh, and I've held every other position within the club. And uh, to me, the titles don't mean anything. It's the work, and the work is always the same. It's about serving people, and I enjoy it. And, you know, I'm, bet- I'm betting there are people out here listening to Radio Rodeo and the mm. Hudson Valley Radio Network who are saying, gee, this sounds like fun. This is the kind of organization I want to belong to. How does someone become a Rotarian in the Hudson Valley? easiest way is to find out where your local Rotary Club is. We have 65 of them. Contact a Rotarian, and you could express uh, some interest, and you will be invited to uh, a meeting, a luncheon, or maybe a dinner meeting, and you'll find out more about it. Jeffrey Keen, thank you so much for joining us on Radio Rotary. Uh, it was a delight to have you. Sarah, tell us who sponsors us. Uh, Radio Rotary is brought to you in part by Rotary District 7210 and the clubs of Arlington, Millbrook, Hyde Park, Red Hook, Pleasant Valley, Kingston Highland, Southern Ulster, and New Paltz, New York. To Sarah O'Connell, this is Jonah Trebowasa. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next week, Friday at 10 in the morning, right here on Radio Rotary. 